Should education foster a sense of purpose in its students? Ladies and gents, my name is Brandon Stover. I'm the founder of Plato University, and today we're going to talk about the role of purpose in education. Before we dive into how purpose fits within education, let's first define purpose. So at Plato University, the way we define purpose is it's a direction of action that is meaningful to the self and consequential to the world. What is meaningful to you will be based on your values, your personalities, and your goals. What is consequential to society will be solutions to problems and the needs of the collective. I believe that education should help foster a sense of purpose, looking at both sides of this equation, something that's meaningful to the self and something that's consequential to society, and equip students with the skills necessary to fulfill that purpose. Now, why would we do this? Well, according to Enzo's World Value Index, 91% of people that were surveyed expressed an importance to live life with a sense of purpose. I think this is pretty obvious. I know I've sought out a sense of purpose to my life, and I'm sure you that are listening, especially if you're an educator, you probably have a large sense of purpose in your life as well. Yet people are suffering from depression worldwide, and suicide is one of the leading causes among young people. Much of our modern education has neglected the moral, social, and emotional development of its students, along with other types of education that enhance an individual's experience beyond what is necessary for getting a job in the labor market. So there's a real need and calling for having a sense of purpose, and education plays a large role in people's lives. So there's reason to believe that education also should also play a role in helping to foster that sense of purpose. Now, from a learning perspective, a student will achieve higher learning if they're internally motivated to learn that material. Cultivating a sense of purpose with something that's meaningful to the student will dramatically increase that motivation and subsequently increase their performance in learning. From a societal perspective and what we're facing across the globe, the 21st century has proven to be a critical time in global transformation, where humanity has fundamentally impacted the underlying systems of our society, almost to the point of crisis. Look at the global problems we have going on right now. Climate change, poverty, pandemics, social injustices. The global problems that need solutions are starting to stack up. For humanity to continue its evolution, to continue to keep going forward, education should play a role in equipping students with the skills they need to solve these problems. Going further on this point, employers hire employees to solve problems in their business. And what better way to prepare students for contributing to the workforce and to society at large by having them practice tackling problems? To solve any problem, you're going to need skills in order to do so. And no other vehicle is greater for learning skills than education. Ultimately, though, cultivating a sense of purpose will lead students to live more fulfilling and meaningful lives. And although education cannot be the sole answer to this, it can surely help, which is why I believe that purpose should be part of education. Identifying the things that are important to the student and tying them with things that are happening in the real world. And by tying those together and helping students learn skills to achieve those two sides, education can help to foster purpose in its students. Now that's obviously a lofty goal, a lofty ideal. So let's bring it back to reality and talk about how we can actually implement this some tactics that you can use to implement in your courses, in your programs you're designing, or if you're building some sort of educational institution, a school, a university, how you might begin helping students to foster a sense of purpose. 
First and foremost, allow some room for exploration for your students. When one first tries to learn a skill or topic, it initially starts with a process of discovery and exploration. The goal here is to gain a feel for what the skill is like, to be able to play and apply the skill without necessarily worrying about how the skill works underneath the surface. What's important about this exploration time is the learner is developing some important understandings about themselves, how they fit into the world, and what their strengths may be for contributing to it. So let's look at these three aspects a little closer of exploration. First, students will be learning about themselves. When you're exploring new topics, you discover your strengths, your weaknesses, behaviors, and values to make up who you are. This helps to open up a window into what you may be passionate about and want to learn further and gaining a greater self-awareness. The second thing that students are picking up during this exploration phase is learning how to learn. During exploration, you're not necessarily told what to learn, but instead how to learn those things. Giving an opportunity to develop healthy learning habits, resourcefulness, and skills necessary for self-directed learning. So that one day, when they're no longer in your hands as the educator, they can go on and continue to learn for themselves, no matter where life takes them and the passions that they start to uncover during that time. And the third thing that students will be gaining during this exploration is learning the landscape. How can you truly know what you want to do in life if you don't know all that's available to you? Exploration allows you to get your feet wet in multiple topics to find the ones that call the most to you. Now, the way that we're going to go about facilitating this exploration is through a few different tactics. First, you're not only going to act as an educator, but you're going to also coach your students. Help them to understand what it is they actually want. This means helping your student to go through a process of self-inquiry unraveling childhood programming and what everyone else has told them what they should want, while simultaneously introducing them to a variety of topics that may cultivate their passions. You're trying to help foster a deeper understanding in the student of who they are, what their interests are, their talents, their aspirations, and their goals. And then connect those things that you discover with career possibilities and ways that they can contribute to the world. Which brings me to the next thing that you can do to help facilitating purpose, which is introduce them to wicked problems and global challenges. These are complex problems that are going on in our society that often take more than one person to solve. Usually it takes multiple people, multiple disciplines, and a huge effort to do. By connecting a student's learning to global problems, we can create a sense of purpose and also give real consequences to their learning. No longer is there a question, why should we be learning this? Because they know they're going to take those skills apply it in the real world, and actually try and solve something that they care about. I'll do a video in the future that dives further into this, but two resources that are going to really help you with this, no matter what education level that you're teaching, is a book by Carla Marshall and Elizabeth Crawford called Worldwise Learning. Here it is. And the book outlines excellent strategies for taking any large global complex problem and introducing your students to it and helping them to work through the problem. And this can be done at any age level. So you can break down the problem that's, so it's appropriate to whoever you're teaching. Another excellent resource is the Institute for Humane Education. They also have a lot of resources for introducing your students to complex problems and then working them through what they call solutionary thinking, which helps the students to be able to research and understand the, the problem from first principles, diving into the root causes of a problem, and then developing strategies and solutions that are most solutionary, meaning doing the most good with the least amount of harm 
for everyone possible and being most feasible for the student to actually implement. You're able to access and download all of their resources for free on their website. So I highly recommend them as well. Now, while you're going through this exploration and you're introducing students to these global problems, you can be building foundational skills and teaching them skills that will be able to be adapted to whatever problem that they're working on. I'll leave a link in the description for a video that I made on the five foundational skills that I think every student should know. But real quickly, this is critical thinking, creative thinking, collaboration, communication, and character building. Inside the video, I dive into how you develop each one of those skills and teach them to your students. Now, at this point, you've helped your student to start gaining an understanding of who they are, and you've introduced them to problems that they may really care about. To really further their education and continue that sense of internal motivation to be learning that you fostered, this is where you want to start creating personalized learning paths. And these learning paths are made up of all the skills that are going to be necessary for them to actually tackle and solve the problem that they wish to solve in the way that they wish to do it. And these skills are going to help them actually acquire different careers or be a part of different causes that are aimed at solving these problems. So they may end up working in an NGO or a climate tech startup, whatever it may be. And this is really different than traditional education. So specifically at the university level, students often declare a major, let's say in biology. As they go through that major and take courses, it's supposed to prepare them for different careers that they may get inside the biology field. But those courses and what they learn may be less applicable to anything outside of biology. However, when you start creating these personalized learning paths that aren't dictated by a set curriculum like a major is, you're helping them to learn skills that are transferable to many different fields, but skills that are necessary to solve the thing that they actually want to solve. This is the idea of declaring a mission rather than a major. For example, if their mission was to provide clean drinking water, they may learn skills that are traditionally taught in biology, but they also might learn skills that are taught in computer science, business, sociology, and more, because they need to pick up whatever skills are necessary to get that clean drinking water. So they might learn data analysis from computer science. They may use sociology to understand the different communities that they're trying to get clean drinking water to, and they may use biology to understand the different diseases that are in that clean drinking water that they need to begin filtering out. And of course, doing something like this is going to require money and understanding the fundamentals of economics and business may help them to facilitate getting that clean drinking water to these communities. When students are learning in this way, it's preparing them to actually make real world changes, applying the skills that they learn while simultaneously preparing them for many avenues of work. Let's say when they actually get done learning these skills and they go out and they try and solve clean drinking water by joining an NGO and that doesn't work out. They can continue to try and tackle that problem, but maybe from a different way. Maybe they start their own business or join a tech startup or start working for the government. But because the skills that they learned are transferable to any of these fields, they're more likely to be able to do that instead of just getting stuck in one avenue, whatever the biology field offers for employment. Now, in order to learn these skills and be able to master them, I recommend having your students do projects that are rooted in real world problems. And this is going to further help that exploration and discovery of purpose because it's no longer theoretical. Students are actually working on a project that is rooted with context and a real problem. And as they start working on that project and trying to tackle that problem, 
they may discover, wow, I am actually very passionate about this and I want to do whatever I can to help solve this problem. Or they may discover, I don't like doing this type of work and I'm glad that I you know, did a four or 12 week project and discovered that now rather than trying to get a career in it and figuring out I hated working and solving that type of problem. Again, fostering that sense of self-awareness, what is it that they actually want and help getting them connected to what's going on in the real world. Things that'll be consequential to society. And those two things will help create a sense of purpose. Now, the beautiful thing about applying this process and helping students. Now, the beautiful thing about applying this process of helping students to foster a sense of purpose is after they leave your class or your school or your program, they're going to have the skills to continue to be fulfilled no matter what they're doing. Because during this process, we've helped them gain self-awareness to choose the paths that they want and be able to change those paths. We've also helped them to develop meta-learning skills so that they actually have the ability to change their path and be able to learn whatever skills are necessary on that path. So if they're changing their job, changing their career, they're most likely going to have to reskill. And because we've taught them how to learn, not just what to learn, they're able to do that on their own. And finally, we've helped them to develop a deep understanding about how the world works and how they can begin looking at problems and choosing the ones that they want to tackle and actually understanding what it'll take to solve those kinds of problems. They're not disillusioned and they know how to identify the skills that they'll need and begin undertaking that learning process of actually learning those skills. By doing this, when students get out, whatever education that they just went through, they're not going to be lost. And they're going to have a greater sense of confidence in themselves, being able to figure out what it is they want to do in life, and then actually being able to do it. Now, when all of us sit down to create a course, we're obviously thinking about learning objectives. It's very important to do. What is it that my students should know by the end of this? But I think one of the major learning objectives that often gets left out and needs to be put in is purpose. And traditionally, this isn't something that's always thought about. So it may be difficult for you to think about and be able to incorporate into your courses or your learning programs. So if you would like help doing this, this is the bread and butter of what Plato University is about. So if you'd like to hop on a free strategy call with me, I can help work you through how purpose might fit inside of your course. And then if you'd like to work with me, we can go further and start actually developing that course for you. So use the link in the description, schedule a call with me, and let's start turning your wisdom into actionable education. Let's build something great together.